Greetings, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Turbocharged MD. I am your host, Rich Force. I am the CEO of Medical Marketing Solutions. As always, I'm really excited to be here and share some tips, tidbits, and some strategy on how to make your medical practice successful. So on this episode of Turbo Cars MD, uh, you know, some things that, you know, subjects I really, really love to cover because we're going to give kind of like that 360 view today about what are the activities that you should be doing at your practice and outside of your practice to make your practice successful. Quite often, I see some practices that are struggling. They really just don't have a substantial written uh, plan of attack or they're not really utilizing the full capabilities of their staff, uh, of their marketing companies, uh, of just, you know, the ability to make headway in the community and get out there and let people know, you know, that you're there and the incredible services that you offer. So it's all about excitement. It's all about strategy. It's all about making sure that you're really hitting on all cylinders to be able to be successful in your practice. Uh, you know, if your practice is slow and the leads are coming in slowly, then you're going to need to make some decisions about some of the things you're going to need to do outside of the practice. Because where digital advertising is fantastic, uh, there has to be another layer of offense on your uh, part of your practice, and you can't just be always in a defensive posture. So. Today, we're going to talk about the small moving parts of your practice that it takes to grow your patient base and your revenue. Um, you're definitely going to have to do a combination of employing your human equity, physical equity of your actual practice, and digital capital. And once you're firing on all cylinders for those, you're going to be able to realize the true potential of your practice. So let's start off with the actual practice itself. You have a staff of, let's say, three to 10 people. Every single person in your practice needs to be a cheerleader for the practice and someone who is able to either speak to people, whether it be outside of the practice, speak to patients who are doing a particular treatment and need another treatment. So we're talking about uh, upgrading or upselling or cross-selling because as we know, many of the patients that come into your practices, they need other treatments, not just the treatment they came in with based on the relationship you've built with them, based on the excitement within the practice and other people speaking about it, you know, based on having advertising pieces, uh, posters, uh, standalones, something on your TVs, playing loops. I mean, we always kind of have to be in advertising mode. It's not in your face advertising, it's kind of subliminal advertising. So, you know, within your office, uh, it's your staff's duties to make sure that Things are placed strategically when it comes to marketing pieces so that people see them as they're passing different points within the practice. Uh, you want people to start asking you, hey, I'm looking at this. You know, what is this all about? I, I've spoken many times about video loops. I mean, I really, truly believe, and of course, this is my opinion, that if you're playing TV in your office, uh, waiting room, I think you're just wasting TV time where you can be producing video loops about all of the different treatments that you offer, uh, highlighting some of your customers that are your net, your your current customers and, you know, some of the successes they have. I'm sure you have plenty of people, 
you know, willing to do testimonials, but also your staff, taping your staff, talking about different treatments and, you know, what those treatments have meant to other people and how successful you've been with them. So I really do believe it starts from inside. You have a staff, you have, they each have a role. Some might be answering the phone, some might be inputting uh, medical records, some might be the actual medical providers themselves. Whoever's in that practice really needs to take an active role in you figuring out ways and things you can do with some of the things that I just mentioned to make your practice successful. If you have six people in your practice and you know, you're one of the six and the five others just are never talking about the treatments and the programs or really focusing every day on building deeper relationships with your customers or calling past customers to see how they're doing. It doesn't have to be a sales call. I think those things are super important. And if we overlook those things, then we're definitely not going to get the results that we're looking for. If I could tell you that if every day, every one of your staff just spoke to a current patient or made five calls to a, a, a past patient just to say, how are you? How's everything doing? You know, we miss seeing you around here. You'd be surprised how many extra new patients you're going to pick up. So I'm sure there's lots of your older patients out there that haven't been in for a while. You don't know what happened to them. And I think one thing that happens to them is we don't call them enough. We, we're pretty good at sending emails and texts which is also important. But if you listen to any of my many podcasts, I'm a huge advocate of making phone calls and making a personal connection and making sure that we tell people we're thinking about them, you know, just checking in on their well-being, seeing if they're still on a program. And a lot of times you won't even have to ask after that. They're just going to say to you, yeah, you know what? Let me, let's get back on this. It happens all the time. Um, another thing that I want to talk about within that is and especially if your team is doing any of the outbound calling or follow-up, is just don't assume that because you couldn't get in touch with somebody for a week that that person is not a good prospect. I've spoken to you know several uh, you know, practices over the last month or two, and they, and when I talk to them about their internal processes about you know following up with people, some people said, well, you know, after the third call, if they don't answer then they're not interested. And I can tell you unequivocally that, that is not the truth. The truth of the matter is, is that, you know, people are not sitting at home waiting for you to call them. Whether they scheduled or asked for information or whether they're a past patient, nobody's sitting around the dining room table saying, hey, I wonder if Dr. Smith's office is going to call me today. The important thing is you need to call. And when you call, you are interrupters in, in a nice way. And you're interrupting their day for some healthy conversation and potentially getting them back on track for uh, for the treatments or new treatments that they have that would benefit them. And again, this all comes down to, you know, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. If you do ask, the answer could be no, maybe or yes. But we're looking for yeses. So to, just to take one more step back of that is that there has to be some type of teaching and mentoring going on you know, within your practice. If the physician or the office manager is not capable or not, you know, that's not their thing, teaching, then you hire somebody to help to train and coach your team. So we, you know, here at Medical Marketing Solutions, we have plenty of clients that we just train and coach. You know, we practice with them. 
we go over phone scripts, we role play, you know, we do webinars and seminars because the educational aspect is important. And also the expectation aspect is really important. If you're, if every staff member in your practice doesn't truly know what their job description is and part of their job subscription, prescription, excuse me, part of their job description is for them to be reaching out and speaking to other people. Unless your office is so busy that nobody has a chance to breathe, all those moments of downtime, all those moments of potentially looking at phones, looking at their phones and, you know, idle chat, those are activities where they should be focused on calling people back who have recently uh, ex expressed some interest toward your treatments uh, or people that, again, have were a part of your practice and are no longer part of your practice. They're the easiest people to get back. They have experience with you. They've gone through the treatment protocol. They probably fell off because they ran out of money. They ran out of interest. And I can't tell you the actual reason. Those are just some of the reasons. The thing is, you need to find out. And you also need to have some scripts. So everybody at the everybody at the practice should have some type of script that allows them to know what they should be calling or who they should be calling when they're doing uh, you know outbound calls. Well, what do I say? You know, a script is very, very important. Very, very important. So get a phone script, and if you don't have one. You know, we can help you out with that. I mean, we're willing to help with anything, of course. But, you know, at the end of the day, we want you to be successful. We want you to really, you know, take everything that you think could be successful to get people back and to be able to now move the business forward because you have all the workers there. We're all coming together for the same cause, which is we need new patients. And, of course, you want to keep your own patients. So I'm someone a suggestion is have a meeting with your staff once or twice a week. Uh, you have to put the onus on someone to be in a leadership role. And we need to make sure that they're saying the right things and doing the right things. And that you have somebody who's overseeing the process. Like one thing I do as a consultant is I just listen to phone calls, recorded phone calls from practices, and we can easily just adjust that, those ways. Some of the things are not being asked. Some of the things are being said that should have been said. We can coach and make sure those things are getting out there. Again, we're always looking at what is the underlying um, issue or what's the underlying goal to you know be able to run your team, train your team, and make sure that your team is running on all cylinders. Okay, so number two, you need, I think you also need to sit down in a uh, group setting with your team, or you could do this yourself and then share with your team and ask, well, what makes us relevant compare, in comparison to our competitors? You know, what makes you unique? You have a lot of competitors out there. Let's be honest, there's a lot of HRT uh, practices out there. There's a lot of sexual wellness practices out there. There's a lot of body sculpting practices out there. And doesn't mean that everybody can fr thrive. But if you have some competition in your area, I would be really studying what they're doing. Uh, maybe emulate some of the great things they're doing, but be better at some of the things, the bad things that they're doing. I think, I think one thing, and it's not literally tied into the physical manifestation or look 
of the practice. It's, you know, the expertise that's within the practice and how you kind of uh, position yourself as the expert, you know, in your field. So if you have competition close by, you as a team need to sit down and figure out what is our, what are our strengths and what are our weaknesses? What are our opportunities? And how are we going to take advantage of those opportunities? So this is, you know, again, it's a real business. It's not kind of just sit back and hope things happen, hope the phone rings and what have you. So I can give you another example. Like we have a call center and we have, you know, plenty of our clients use our call center. Our call center or our call center consultants, they're on the phone all day. They're answering new leads. They're following up with old leads. They're scheduling strategically when they're going to call people back. We're doing SMS. We're doing email. We're really putting on a full core blitz to let people know we want to help you. That's what it really comes down to. Any of these people who are approaching your practice, they want to know how you can help them. They have an issue. You have the solution. And, you know, sitting around and waiting for the phone to ring is not going to be in the best interest of the practice. If your phone's not ringing, let's say leads are a little slow, whatever it may be. It's easy for us to say, oh, things aren't going well. But at the end of the day, what are you doing to make them uh, go well? So think about those things. What's your, you know, how are you in the market position? Who are your competitors? What makes you shine? What makes you unique? Now, talking about your digital marketing plan, this is going to be having a great website that's functional, to the point, easy to read. People know what you do. They want to be a part of it. And for that digital uh, website to be relevant, you're going to have to do search engine optimization. SEO is a long haul. So just because you do search engine optimization, no matter what company you're with, and hopefully you're with a great company and we do SEO, it's a it's a long haul. It's a lot of building. It's a it's all the you can see the your physical structure, but behind those walls is you know all those wires and what have you going to the computers and going out into the community uh, as far as your advertisements, your paid ads, but your SEO, which is building and building and building upon your keywords and your backlinks, on page op optimization, off page. It's a lot, and you don't see those things every single day because you're not looking at your SEO team. Most of them are probably somewhere else where you hired a company, and you can't see what they're doing every day. But I know from uh, experience of having a great SEO team, they are working their butts off all day to get your websites ranked organically, which means you're not paying any extra money for yourself to show up on the first, second, third page of Google. But another thing to think about is everybody's doing SEO. It's just going to come down to who has the best strategy, who has the best team. You don't have to dominate every single, um, you know, every single treatment or condition, but you need to have that general recognizable uh, brand out there. You need to have the right keywords. You need to have a team that understands how to get you to be successful and then I'm just going to have to piggyback with that you know if the expectation is well we're doing SEO so we're just going to get a ton of leads it's, it's not going to work that way it is going to work that way over time and when I talk about time I'm talking maybe like six to twelve months within those first six months you're, we're building your visibility 
Um, you know, we're building your practice profile. We're positioning you in the market. We're studying the market to understand who's out there, who's successful, who's not successful. How can we jump over them in the rankings? Again, it's not the kind of thing that you're just going to recognize by, you know, looking at anything. I mean, you can look at statistics every day and every and every night. Uh, you know, statistics just tell you how you're doing, you know, where you are, but it just, it doesn't necessarily mean that leads are flying into your system. You're setting yourself up for that. You're definitely having yourself out there where people can see you and hope they see what they like. And then they can, you know, contact you either through your web forms or your phone calls. I'm a huge proponent of people calling in. I think they're the hottest leads. Uh, but you know, those web leads are, are really important. And then of course it's the, the whole sales plan comes after that. Like, what do we do once we get leads? You know, we call them right away. Do we send them an SMS? Do we, uh, send them an email? The answer is all of the above. You know, the first thing they should do is get a welcome email that should be automated when they fill out one of your web forms. And then the second thing should be that somebody's following up with them. I've hear way too many people say, oh, people don't answer the phone. Well, the only way you're going to know if people don't answer the phone is if you call them. And you have to be like diligent with everything. If you really want to get results, you're really going to need to, you know, take this baby, you know, all the way into the end zone, which is, you know, strategically calling people, uh, making sure you're constantly follow up. Because look, nobody's just submitting a web lead or showing, saying they're interested in something and then they just change their mind. A lot of times they're nervous. A lot of times something else came up. Sometimes they don't have the money. A lot of times you can figure that out in consultations or in phone or in the phone calls. But I can tell you that the, the, the best thing you can do when you are generating leads is making sure you have somebody who's calling back those leads diligently every single day until the person says, I'm not interested or I am interested. Obviously, we're looking for I am interested. But if they're not interested, that's OK. We'll follow up with them in another six months. Um, you know, so the, all these parts of the equation have to be really, really spot on a great SEO team working on your, uh, website. You're probably not going to know how great they are until probably after six months. Now you're going to see reports that's going to show you progress, but progress doesn't always, um, you know, metamorphosize into immediate results. You know, we have people who are interested in treatments and we don't hear back from them for three months or four months when they say, I'm ready to go. I was speaking to somebody the other night said, Oh, well after the third call, they're not interested. And I couldn't, I couldn't have disagreed more respectfully. They're just not around at that moment. They're busy. They have other things going on in their life. It doesn't mean they're not interested. It means you're just going to have to do a little bit more work. It's like that date that you wanted to go on back when you're in high school, you know, you like some, you like the, the guy, like the girl and, you know, he asked her out. He knew she liked her, but she knew she he knew she liked him. But she's saying no. Did he give up? No, you don't give up. You're gonna if you, if you feel that there's something there, you want that person to know who you are and know what you could potentially bring to the relationship. So you build a little bit of a better relationship, and then you ask again. And then a lot of times the answers you know come up being yes. So for your digital marketing, great SEO, uh, well thought out text messages and emails, constant contact all the time, and utilizing your staff, who a lot of times are sitting with not a lot of things to do in the office. You know, they should be busy all day long. They're there to work. 
So the other thing is, you know, everybody in your office needs to understand their role. What is their role in this practice? Everyone's role needs to be a cut above than just, hey, I'm, I'm a nurse practitioner. I'm a front desk person. I'm a phlebotomist. We need to recruit everybody to talk to people and to be as friendly as they can, ask them to invite people in. Uh, it's really important that everybody's always involved. That's what makes you that unique practice is that everyone loves your staff. They know them by name. They're, everyone's comfortable talking about everything. There's no uncomfortable conversations because they're great people. You treat people nice. Uh, and it all starts again with within your office. So, you know, again, I'll tell you as a medical company and a marketing company and a sales company, you know, we have days where, you know, things aren't really going our way and we're, we're dealing with lots of practices. But I'll tell you what we do. We we re-strategize. We dig in deeper. Um, we work 10 times harder than we thought we were capable of working. We make 100 more calls than 10 more calls. Anything it takes. Our job is to help our practices that are working with us to be successful. In order for them to be successful, of course, I just told you all the things you need to do on your end. You don't, you don't want to rely. If I, you're working with me, you can't rely on me to produce everything. I'm very, I'm, my attitude with our company is we want to produce every single prospect into some, into a patient with some treatment. Um, all the time. However, this is a team effort. Like we're part of your team. You're part of our team. I'm not necessarily talking about myself. This could be with other marketing companies you're working with. Are your other marketing companies reactive or proactive? Uh, do, you, do they talk to you right away when you say you need something or let's try this and they do it right away? Or you have to wait on a ticket or you have to wait, you know, three, four, five days to hear back from someone. Those are things you need to talk about. You need to be feel comfortable working with your digital marketing companies, working with, you know, your sales companies. I know for us having a call center, the pressure's on us. We have to sell every day to make sure our partner practices are successful. But I would hope and I would think that on the other side, uh, you don't see us all day. We're not in the same office and we don't see you all day that the same efforts are going on in the practice that if you're not doing everything that you can possibly do, to you know, increase your revenues, then you're just going to have a practice that does fare, when, you know, in the revenue department. And, but if you look around your office, you know, I can tell you, my office, when I look at eight people, they're working. There's no not working. You know, people go to the bathroom, of course, and but they're here to work. So during those nine or ten hours a day, I'm the coach. My team takes my cues, and I expect them to work hard diligently if things aren't happening we sit down we talk about it we adjust and then we you know get right back at it so that training and development super easy uh one of you know one of the final things i have two more things uh that i want to talk about is your community being active in your community like you know your community probably better than anybody especially if you live there for a long time you should know exactly who are the key players in the community? Who's in the chamber of commerce? You know, who's the big wigs? Who has events? Where are the people that you are trying to get into your practice hanging out? And I understand it's COVID, but people are starting to get back into their normal life. So you need to take advantage of 
chamber of commerce events, you know, lunch and learns, uh, any event that's in the area where lots of people are coming to or starting to come to, those are places that you need to uh, be and make sure that you really focus, you know, your team's um, your team's whole uh, game plan. You know, that's part of it. It's not just digital. Belly to belly, face to face, getting involved with different businesses, sponsoring things, having a health day there, inviting them to come somewhere and learn from a lunch and learn or a webinar. You know, those are the things that are important. And I feel, feel that the doctors and the medical team are equally as responsible to, you know, show their expertise and get involved in the community. And when the community starts to get to know you, and these have to be everyday efforts, you know, who can I speak to today? What type of uh, relationship can I forge with them? Maybe they're just going to let you uh, give them a nice digital, a, new, a nice brochure that they'll put in their uh, new tenant packages when somebody moves into their apartment buildings. But really getting out and getting to know who's the who the players are in the arena and in the area and knowing where all the uh, opportunities are to get yourself in front of people that is really you know that's really very important and if you're not doing that you're probably missing 30 or 40 percent in your business just tell you real quick i you know i worked for la fitness for 10 years and i was vice president with them and my they, LA Fitness, I mean, you can think about it right now. They're the biggest health club country uh, company, probably in the in the country, if not the world. You never see TV commercials for them. You barely hear them on the radio. They built their whole business on sending their team out every day into parking lots in their community, flyering cars, get asking people for their name and number to give them a free pass. And I'm not suggesting those are the things you do, but you know, when I started with them, we had we had about 49 clubs. And when I left, we had 600. And most of that was done through guerrilla marketing, which was the teams of those specific health clubs were out every day in the community, involved in every possible event they could be involved in. So, you know, really what I'm trying to, you know, uh, communicate here, what I'm really trying to get you to be aware of is there's a lot more that you can do. I always know there's a lot more than I can do. If something's not going, you know, great for a particular practice, we're sitting here as a team thinking, all of us, our marketing team, our ads team, uh, you know, those in technology, we're thinking, what can we do to turn this around? Uh, other than just making our calls and other than the SMS and the email, what can we do to help this practice turn around? But I think... If you really look in the mirror, I think a lot of the things that will make you successful are just sitting right in front of you. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about is just organic advertising and paid advertising. Uh, as I said earlier with the SEO, it's a long haul. It's a long, long haul. You're going to get there. You got into business because you wanted to be in business for a long time. You didn't open up your business to be there for three months. So you know, when we bring SEO clients in, we tell them you might see some immediate results, but it's going to take a little while. We're going to send you data every month and we're going to show you progressively how things are getting better. Did better equate into the type of success that you wanted? Maybe not. But I can tell you as time continues to go on, it'll get better and better. And the last thing is paid advertising, Facebook, Google, 
uh, YouTube, you know, we just started doing our advertising on YouTube for our practices. You need to find what are the best outlets, what are cost effective for you. You're going to get a call from a million people who say, give me $5,000 and I'll make sure you get, you know, 20 patients who are going to pay in the door. I don't know how anybody's going to do that. It's, I think it's uh, almost impossible, but I think it's part of their sales shtick. Um, I'd rather be upfront and honest and say, hey, here's what's working and here's what typically doesn't. And then we can also strategize together to come up with a game plan for us. Because in my, in my world, I want every single practice to be successful. In your world, you want your practice to be successful. The only way we're going to be successful is doing the right things, treating people really well, talking about our business constantly, doing promotional work, making sure you're out there digitally, making sure you're out there in the community. That to me is doing everything you can to be successful. It is very easy for people to sit back and say, uh, whatever we're doing, it's not working. It's too slow. Well, if you're just relying on a company to, and look, I'll use my company as an example. I want to be able to provide 100% of the revenue for our practice. But practically, it's going to take, you know, we're not superheroes. We're very good at what we do, but we need superheroes on your team to do the things they need to do so we can all be superheroes together and have, uh, you know, get the results that we're looking at. So, Listen, whether, you're, whether your practice is struggling, whether your practice is doing well, or whether your practice is kicking ass, you need to continue to find the activities that are going to best suit your practice and really help you be successful in the end. I really hope this uh, helps. I've been you know, thinking about this topic for a couple of days. Wanted to make sure that I uh, got this information out. If you have any questions, you can call me anytime at 888 292 